2: Welcome to MotorCop Chronicles podcast, midweek news.
3: What
2: up? We have Holster over here. We have Aaron. Every you got to unmute yourself. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> got to get used to it. It's all right.
1: Yeah, no, it's just a little
2: lag, I think. We have technical difficulties as usual. That's why we're a few minutes late. And well, we blaming Duke no more. Well, I don't have Duke in here. We'll welcome Jojo and Sarah. Hello, hello. Good evening, y'all. And let's get the whole housekeeping crap out the way. Uh, go like and subscribe if you're on Apple. Write a review. We'll shout it out. <laughs> if you're on Facebook, YouTube twitch or twitter uh subscribe like it hit the bells and we can uh you'll know when we go live all the time other than that go check out the etsy store if you want any merch t-shirts wet towels other stuff like that zach jojo sarah zach billy y'all y'all (laughs) y'all know know what to do we already uh I, i just say it every week so
4: Actually, match my background for once.
2: I was trying to get you with the pink background, and then you didn't wear a damn pink shirt. And he didn't even know I was going to do it.
4: Yeah, you should know better. I don't give a shit.
2: Uh, if any of y'all are new or just listening, Aaron over here is the host, <laughs> the owner, and the voice behind the rant at I Had to Say It podcast over there. Yes, sir. That would be I. Thank <laughs> you for having me, gentlemen. He's uh, been a guest, and I listen to all his stuff also. So y'all go check him out and listen to it. I enjoy it. He just kind of gets on there and says how he feels about stuff, kind of like when I just go off on rants. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, you have guests sometimes, too. Yeah, I got to
4: start getting back into that. Eh? I've been slacking. It's well, more fun when you got more people. Like, definitely. when I try to do my, my own it just I can knock out like twenty stories in thirty minutes because there's nobody to bounce things off of. It's not fun.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm actually uh looking at uh I'm gonna start doing like a once once a month, maybe twice a month, uh, start doing some live things. So once I figure out how to do that I'll let you guys know. You can come on and
2: we can go off about whatever. <laughs> well no, just call me. Me, call me up if you want I tell you how I'm doing it.
1: Oh yeah, no. We can we can talk about that. off, you know.
2: Later. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, hey, we got some bets here. Appreciate everybody watching live. I got I got a little bit of a rant. I don't know. I doubt you've seen
4: the page before we went live.
2: You have a, um, you have some rant, what dressing?
4: Yeah, I live in a <laughs> hidden valley. Anyway, uh, hey, bam! I did go ahead and put an article from Police One on the page. Inside of said article is an hour and a half long video from the Uvalde shooting. It is all the security angles and body cams showing that they never attempted to enter the classroom. Not only that, two police officers approached the guy as he wrecked his vehicle, and when he shot, instead of pulling their firearm and shooting him, they ran away.
2: That wasn't cops that. When he first wrecked, that was civilians from a, uh auto repair place across the street.
4: Well, they went from the school.
2: Well, it's an auto repair place. Now, I haven't watched the whole entire thing, but parts I have watched, the cops that were inside of the building going towards the classroom. When he started shooting inside of the classroom, they ran back down to the back of the hall. What upset yep. me about some of that was when some other cops showed up, one of them actually brought a ballistic shield with them, which is designed to, plus their other armor, and then they sat there. They all need to turn their badges in. They, they there was
4: hundreds of them.
2: They should they should have went down there and. I'm sorry, I'm not trained like that. <laughs> I might have died in the process of it, but. Uh,
4: I was always I, trained because I, I was trained after in. Columbine. You know, you first on scene, first to go in.
2: We, I would have we never, trained yes we trained when you go in and you hear gunshots you go towards the gunshots period you don't call for backup you don't wait for backup
4: you and everybody's pointing there. their damn finger but let me tell you from the city cops to the sheriff's office to the state police and then the federal government was all on scene somebody needed to take charge I don't know why they all listen to the fucking police chief it's the sheriff automatically supersedes him sheriff arrives go in Makes no sense. I, I didn't understand. I, it's just so sad, and it didn't need to happen.
2: What's up, Tony? Yeah, it it is. That's. There, I watched some of that video, and it's uh, it pissed me the hell off. So, uh, I'm sure a lot of the law enforcement people got pissed off also. It was ridiculous. Uh, so it fucked up. I don't know if you saw it yet or not, Aaron. But it's want, on the page. If you want to get mad, go watch it.
1: I was, I've I've seen some some and pieces of it it's infuriating really i mean
4: the fact that they were there and you know hell the one cop didn't even know how to put his damn vest on that's i i sit there going what the fuck did he like borrow that from somebody because i know how to put my vest on pretty damn quick
2: i don't it's, know they, don't, it's a bunch not, of fucking retards it's not rocket science so yeah, yeah. the shit unfortunately happens so i tell you what I'm disappointed in. This is off the top. I, no. I, is everybody know Free Bird's up in Tennessee right now. And uh, he was going to call in, but he can't. He is eating uh, sushi right now and unable <laughs> to call in. But he did go by the old Smoky Distillery for me. And guess what? They didn't have any root beer? They had. He got me one bottle of root beer because that's all they had left. And... They had zero of the strawberry lemonade whiskey. Said they've been out of it for over two weeks. He sent me a picture of this big empty shelf uh, and said it's a shortage of strawberries. All I got, I'm, all I'm saying is, I'm blaming Joe Biden.
4: Well, they manufacture it there. It's not like it's a fucking delivery problem.
2: No, the problem is they can't get strawberries.
4: Oh, yeah,
1: that's uh,
2: that's going to going on for a little while yet. So
1: I
4: mean. I I we don't have a problem down we, here. We we don't have a problem with strawberries, strawberries either. I can
2: go buy strawberries right now if I wanted to. All
4: right. <laughs> go get a damn semi truck filled and just be like, hey, how about a lifetime supply of that shit?
2: So no <clears throat> no strawberry lemonade whiskey, unfortunately. And only one bottle of root beer. It's it's a sad day when Joe Biden done fucked it up so bad you can't even get drunk. <laughs>
4: Well yeah, they uh somebody was talking about that the other day. They said, You know how you can you can tell that this inflation and all this shit is made up? And I was sitting there listening and he goes, Liquor. The price of liquor didn't go up. They're keeping it the same so you could subdue your brain. But a case of beer is the same as it was
2: two years ago. I guess I don't know how much beer costs. I mean I'm-
1: I don't know. I just bought a twenty four pack uh, a couple days ago, and it was three or four dollars more than it used to be.
4: Really? Yeah. But even like down here, Jack Daniels and stuff is all the same price as it used to be. It's yeah, o- it's always been about you know forty five bucks.
1: Yeah. Now the hard liquor doesn't seem to come down too much. That's I don't usually drink beer. I just I bought it for to have it in the fridge in case
3: company
2: comes over or whatever. I keep some beer in my refrigerator and I don't, like I said, I don't drink beer at all. So it's just for when other people come over for guests. It's when you go, hey, you want a beer? For guest purposes only. It's company beer. Yeah, exactly what it is. It's company beer because it's just, I just, beer just don't do it for me.
1: Yeah, I, I I use it as leverage. Like, hey, you guys are gonna hang out, huh? And I'll tell you what. You pick up all that all that fallen wood in the yard and pile it up over by the fire pit, and I'll give you all some beer. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah. Well, this first one's kind of fucked up. Well, I get I got videos on that one. Did we ever talk about the ice cream shop? How the ice cream shop refused to serve the uh, police officers because they were wearing their vests? I got and, that. Uh,
2: I got that one on there too. Yeah, that's uh, gotcha. I'm gonna. uh, I got a video on the ice cream shop and on the uh, that the The hospital. Yeah, yeah. We'll start on that.
4: That's a dangerous slope.
2: Yeah, big time.
0: Nearly a week. In lockup on Rikers Island. That's not the
2: right video yet. In light of
5: everything that's been going on in our community lately. And let me tell you, this urgent care is not just some random place that he walked in. This is some place that the police officers regularly go for routine screenings. Gross Point Woods police officer on duty Tuesday, July 5th, stops in at this urgent care facility for a routine work-related health screening. He's in his department-issued uniform when he comes in contact with a female employee. Who
0: right away started saying things like, I why do you got to come in here with all your getup on? And how many people have you killed?
5: The officer was shocked Jesus. and immediately called for a supervisor. The police department located just a few miles away from the urgent care clinic on Mac.
0: And once that supervisor showed up, th- that employee started in on the supervisor with, How many people are you going to beat up tonight? And how many people are you going to kill after you leave the urgent care?
5: The Michigan.
2: That's what's wrong with my mouth. Hey,
4: Bobby.
5: Welcome.
2: Bobby. My. My, uh, my mouth overloads. My well, I don't say overloads. my mouth gets, does get me in trouble because when she says, how many people you beat up tonight? I'm like. I don't know. I can come back tomorrow. It's still kind of early, so you know. Or, yeah, I don't know. Either, but, hey, one more, and I get a you, Yeah, package. you keep running your mouth. Going you to start with one right yeah. here. So, that's where <laughs> I get my ass in trouble. Because
4: I thought they meant that he requested a supervisor from the medical facility. Because I sure as hell would be like, oh hell no.
2: No, no, this was the, the I guess, the reception nurse lady or something like that. The
5: order of police says at no time did the officers do anything to warrant the treatment. We attempted to talk to someone at Grosse Pointe Urgent Care, but they referred us to their corporate offices in Arizona. A company representative sending us a lengthy statement saying, quote... NextCare is aware of an incident that occurred July 5th at our Michigan Urgent Care facility in Gross Point, Michigan, involving inappropriate comments made to a member of local law enforcement. This type of employee behavior is not condoned, nor is it consistent <laughs> with NextCare's mission or values. The employee involved is no longer with NextCare. Well,
2: at least they fired NextCare strives
5: to provide an exceptional level of service to all members of the communities we serve, and that did not happen. We apologize to the people affected by the comments. We know that the top priority of local law enforcement is the safety and well-being of the community. We share that priority and appreciate the work they do every day to meet that goal. Incidentally, posted on the front entryway door of the clinic, this sign directed at patients, stating that verbal harassment is not allowed. But it- <laughs>
2: You don't say nothing about the staff verbally harassing the patients. <laughs> Wow. It's like, look, you're not allowed to be mean to nobody, but we're going to treat you like shit.
4: Because I don't know if your departments have been like this, but I know from, I I was an FOP officer in a police department, and usually those type of departments contract through certain facilities that say, okay, you, you're going to handle our fleet, you know, our cars, our tires, all that shit. Well, it's just like um, the same
2: thing like when us, when we... Get random, you know. We get called, hey, go go get a drug test. Well, we use the same facility to go get a drug test at. I guess we got to contract right. through them
4: because that right there is probably the only reason this company's backpedaling.
2: Oh, I'm because sure.
4: you know damn well the chief said, well, I guess we're gonna pick out another go to place.
2: Oh, he's echoing. Hold on, I, I think I know what the problem is. It's a new setup
4: problem is my voice is so great. problem is I ju- I just
2: fixed it, and you ain't going to echo no more because your voice is aggravating everybody now. <laughs> 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 yeah. so, this one's almost over, and we're going to jump to the second. You got anything you want to say on this one, Aaron? Oh, uh, well, I mean,
1: I'm glad to see that the company did the right thing because there's no call for that shit. It's uh, utterly
2: ridiculous. You know, it's been, I can't even tell you the last time I beat somebody up. It's been so long. I mean, I don't know what these people think. Yep, I get up in the morning, I get my breakfast, get myself dressed, kiss the wife by, and just contemplating how many asses I'm going to kick on a daily basis.
4: It's been a while. But yeah, I'm in
2: the negative right now, if that's the case.
4: That's, you know, I never understood it, but they used to do that shit to me too in the hood. They'd be like, oh, how many black people have you killed and shit? And I'm like, none, dude. It's, what do you think? We wake up in the morning and we go, we're going to kill somebody today. Huh? No, motherfucker. It just happens. <laughs> Trust me. Nobody wants to do that paperwork.
2: If you're in Michigan, <laughs> I think the ice cream shop is up around you. We're, we're just about finished with it. We can actually skip over it. They just kind of jabber about it. Let's go to the yeah, ice place cream. They that be closed. Late, well... I got something to say about the ice cream shop, second of all, because it's a vegan ice cream shop. Who the fuck wants to have vegan? It can't even be ice cream because it can't, have, it can't have cream in it because if you're vegan, you can't eat nothing from an animal, right? Yeah, it's made with, like, coconut cream. No, see, coconut cream, no, no, that's not ice cream. Here's the video. Camille.
5: Yeah, this is creating quite a controversy, as you said. Of course, all just over a social media post.
2: I was going to say, she has a really, really bright dress on. That's, like, really. That's right.
4: She just changed all of a sudden. No, is this is the it the same di- chick from the no, last story?
2: I don't think so. I think it's the same reporter, different. Yeah.
4: But I, I mean, know. like, she was standing there in one color dress, and it just. Well,
2: sh- I just changed videos. That's why I'm like that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and now bad reviews for the ice cream place from some people who have never even been here. Take a look. <laughs> On a hot summer night.
3: I
2: mean, look at it everybody see that that's not ice cream okay that's some bullshit but you can see the ice cream shop where i phrased it you can see what's in the background on the wall the ice cream shop right there behind the woman that's got the big green face diaper on okay
4: Old life splatter yeah
2: so here we go very, very woke think. oh yeah they super woke
5: you think though they serve up a variety of flavors all vegan, all made from scratch. But it's this social media post that's causing a bit of a kerfuffle.
2: She said kerfuffle. <laughs>
3: the fuck is
5: a
2: kerfuffle? I, I don't know. I can even spell is, is that some ice cream topping? <laughs> uh,
4: what the fuck? It's upside kerf- down, man. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: it's because it don't hold up good enough to actually stay in the cone, so they got to put the cone on the top. Because it's
2: not ice cream. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. First, they bitching about the cop car over here uh, parking in the, I guess, the parking the wrong way. I don't
5: know. ...out a police cruiser parked in the wrong direction near the business, <sighs> saying they can tolerate the wrong way parking, but...
2: Uh, well, well, why well, come the well, green lights all, on this side? Yeah, first of all, what the fuck are they going to do about it? Give them a civilian ticket? They can yeah. tolerate it? Like, I, I, <laughs> okay, just...
4: No, I can tell you right now... I don't care who you are. The police park wherever they need to. And so we can. How do you know he's car. not
2: parked there <laughs> watching a red light or something like that? I love how these people just
5: anyway. They won't serve anyone wearing you. body armor.
0: I, I think that Cold Truth has always kind of taken a uh, very progressive stance in the things that they do.
5: A spokesperson with the Detroit Police Department says the officers didn't even try to buy ice cream. <laughs> police chief James White issuing a statement saying, quote, members of DPD wear body armor to protect themselves so they can return home safely. It's a shameful post and apparently unprovoked. We are extremely thankful for the overwhelming response and support we receive from the community. We've attempted to reach out to the shop's owner in hopes of having a thoughtful conversation. After the social media post, a flurry of one star reviews on Google for cold truth. The owner of the business declining to speak to Fox two on camera, but he issued a statement saying, quote, cold truth is a family community ice cream spot. There are times when police units come through here and are outfitted in heavy duty tactical gear. It is disturbing and unsettling for some of the families in our space.
2: This motherfucker acts like they walking around in full ass SWAT gear. You know what he's wearing?
5: I mean, they might
2: be. I doubt it. The, the, they're wearing their outer tack vest. That's almost a standard nowadays. Oh, a carrier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, an outer vest carrier is what they're wearing. They probably got you know their taser in it, some extra mag, trying to take some of the weight off your freaking waist because we have back problems now. Yeah,
4: they don't realize it. they we fuck up our spines.
2: <laughs> and this 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 stupid motherfucker with this truth fucking fake ice cream place over here it's 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 a community ice well first of all stop calling it ice cream if there's no cream (laughs) in it there ain't no fucking cow juice in it it's not ice cream okay just let's call it let's call it uh uh pussy in a pussy shit in a cup let's call it that because i I, wouldn't eat this crap i don't know
4: if they cover it on here but i know on tiktok it was hilarious they actually somebody that owned an ice cream truck parked it directly in front of the fucking ice cream shop and started selling to cops.
2: Yeah. Well, Bobby says uh, that he knows where that place is at and he's never going to stop there. Good. What the hell is that? Somebody. Do you got your vibrator on or something there? House Oh, that wasn't me. I heard it too. (laughs) I heard it too. That's weird. You sure? No, it's your vibrator and you don't want to tell nobody. Uh Uh, Jared says, as Barney Fife found out from Goober, citizens arrest, citizens arrest. Billy G <laughs> wants to know, what the fuck, man? Did we all fall asleep two years ago and wake up in a damn twilight zone? Yeah, the yes, Matrix is yes, definitely glitching. And, uh, like,
4: shit. I pulled into Walmart one time, and I had a little security guard go, oh, you could park over there. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm fucking good with leaving the car in front of the store.'
2: <laughs> they said, uh, Tony says, and they'll be the first one to call for assistance. Oh, you know, you know, you know. Their, e- their EMS and, and fire have body armor out there. Now, it's bad when you have to have your fire department and EMS wearing body armor. But, you know, Can you imagine it, being
4: a fireman wearing
2: a uh, level 3A? I don't know about most people, but if I was a civilian and I walk into a place and I see a cop in there, I basically feel better about being in there because a bad guy's less likely to come try to do something inside that, that business with an armed cop in there. That's and, uh, why
4: a lot of people pay us just to hang out with them.
2: That's why a lot of places, businesses, give us free soft drinks to stop and rob. You know, the place you go in there, you don't pay for fountain drinks out of the machine and stuff like that, because they want you to stop in here and get drinks because it's free security for them.
4: But be honest, the both of you, because we know how corrupt the movement is, or the uh, the group, not so much the meaning. But if I walked into a place and I seen a fourteen inch by fourteen inch Black Lives Matter thing directly behind them on the wall, I'm probably not going to eat there. It's, it's, I'm just not.
2: Well, um, if I see a place that says vegan on it, I'm not eating there anyway. because
4: Yeah, vegan would have turned me
2: off. <laughs> because, you know, I'm not a cow. I like meat and I like animal products. That's why animals were put on this earth, to go in my stomach.
1: Oh, I'm going to yes. catch some plaque for this. I, I actually don't <laughs> mind vegan food every once in a while, usually as a side dish, but you know, like, like a salad <laughs> salad, you know, I mean, yeah, I, there's, there's a really good, uh, garden, garden patty. They don't try and market it as fake meat. It just, it's marketed as it's like rolled oats and cheese and peppers and onions and all this other stuff. And. It's uh, they, like I said, they don't try and call it a a of you know Beyond Burger or any of this other ridiculous garbage. It's, they're just like, yeah, no, it's a garden patty. No, you you're you're a chef. You you're supposed to eat
2: like weird well, yeah. shit. <laughs> so, but
4: but you know, I like I've actually been I, to a barbecue and the guy handed me a hamburger. I ate it. I was like, dude, it's fucking delicious. Where'd you get it? It was a vegan burger. I I've, they make it taste just like meat. I mean, I. I've, I don't understand why they keep doing that.
1: There's been a lot of progress over the years. The thing I don't get is if you're saying you're doing it because you don't like meat or you don't encourage meat or whatever. You don't
4: make it look like fucking meat.
1: Why has it got to taste like meat then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You start, you wouldn't be happy with it. But, and I'm saying that as somebody who makes a living off of making things taste better. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean it's 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 more the attitude behind it with me. If you if you're not gonna be preachy about it, hey, you do you. You want to eat my my food's food? I'll take that, okay. Yeah, but but uh,
2: these woke ass places are here. It's the the yeah. owner thing.
4: Well, have you ever been to? I think it's called Green Tomato or something like that. It's a chain. No,
2: I don't like tomatoes.
4: Well, I didn't either, and I thought that's all. That, I thought they sold fucking tomatoes. That's why I never went in there. And one day, my wife goes, "We should stop. I love this place." I'm like, all right, the hell with it. So I go in there and lo and behold, there's more than tomatoes. But it's one big ass salad bar. And it's I don't it was it was bad. I didn't like it. But what they did have was sweet potatoes. All the sweet potatoes you can eat.
2: She said sweet tomatoes.
4: Sweet tomatoes. There you go.
2: Potatoes and tomatoes are two different things. They but both no, no, no. got no, no. they both got toes. To, they both got toes, but it's different on the front. No, area.
4: the place is called Sweet Tomatoes, and they had uh, sweet potatoes in the in the back, and there was like this gigantic thing of them, and it was like all oh, you could eat. So yeah, I so it's, it's like having a bunch
2: of so you went to Sweet Tomatoes but got a sweet potato. So it was like you were eating a transgender tomato.
5: Yep, that's it. <laughs>
4: like my training tomatoes was reassigned past
5: <laughs> 24 hours it has come to my attention that the city of Detroit outfits EMS and fire with armor and this is not <laughs> my concern it's the heavy-duty military dress that I'm hoping the city can find a way to minimize in our public spaces some wondering was all of this hubbub really necessary don't eat that dog Do you're gonna it die could Have been
0: handled differently um, Yeah, I'm sure it could have been handled differently, but I don't think that putting a critique of the police on social media is is really uh, the end all be all of things.
5: So it may not affect the police department, but will it affect the ice cream shop? Business was good today, it was really busy, but there are so many bad reviews now, not only on Google, but also on the Facebook page of the business, people who haven't even been here, but who are just chastising them about this. A big mess, we'll have to see how it all plays out, but another thing I wanna point out too is that it's not completely clear if the police officers and the cruiser were even wearing body armor at the time. Again, they never even approached the window.
2: They didn't want that shit.
5: Reporting it's, not, it's not ice cream on the edge
2: yeah cops
4: like you know ice it's cream.
5: funny that something like that would be posted camille when they don't even or there weren't any other pictures of these police officers of what they of different colors than you know, the rest of her uh, hair body armor that. gear which we know is really part of their uniform so they can like the chief said come home publicity. safely to their families it sounds work. very
2: ridiculous well lord forbid the cops protected against people shooting them
5: i mean if that's part of their uniform that's part of their uniform right i mean you know they are armed with guns they can go get food during their break again they weren't coming to get food here they were parked on the street you know this could have been handled in many different ways uh but bottom line they were not refused service but clearly the ice cream shop owner says he doesn't want to see the body armor but again if that's part of their uniform that's part of their uniform we can't do our jobs without our microphones
2: you know what I don't want to see the owner with the cum stains on his fucking shirt either, because I'm sure he has plenty of them. Fucking. Oh, God. Oh, my well, God. You, pisses I mean, me it's off. A really
4: a dangerous this game. Was, because this was
2: coconut cream, but no, it wasn't. You were sucking dick and dribble. Shut the fuck up. Go sit down.
4: But when you play games with these town police departments, they will fucking play games back. Like, for instance, if an ice cream truck was to make permanent residents... Right outside of their shop, and never move. And they called the police. They could just be like, "I don't know what to tell you. I can't come in there to take your complaint."
2: Nope, we got body armor on. Sorry. Why don't you call the woke police? Yeah, they'll move it for you. I'm sorry. Now, one's changed for your location. Stupid but I mean,
4: ass. Fuck me. What town is this?
2: It's in Detroit.
4: Oh, it's actually Detroit. It looks a little nice for that.
1: Uh, could be. We- Detroit has some nice parts. Not a lot of them, but like one block. <laughs> it could be one of the Detroit suburbs, possibly. But I don't know. I don't know. But it- I'm, I, I don't know. It's like a four-hour drive. I'm feeling like I might need to throw on a play carrier and go visit. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, it depends on the state law. <laughs> Tony says, that's all right.
2: Y'all start stripping, but, but y'all go in. They'll change their minds back. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I don't know. That cop was standing outside and took all his clothes and walked out, <laughs> walked in there naked, and started dick-slapping people with his cock. It's like, well, I didn't have my body armor on. I thought that's what we did here. Right. I was trying to get some of that vegan cream out. I guess I'm pretty it, sure.
4: that's how they make it. They just I'm go pretty, in the back room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that dog that, leaked, that
2: ate that ice cream probably died. <laughs> that dog probably died. That poor dog. That was a homeless dog. That's the only reason he ate that shit. All right. <laughs> the next one, we also, I got a, uh, Aaron, did, do you want to read some of that? And then I'll show the video because it's got a video, but it really isn't a news video. Actually, uh, the, one,
1: the one about Chicago? It's your hometown. Well, no, it's not. It's just close enough.
3: <laughs> I, I'm not taking any claim to that place.
2: You're it, you're an Illinoisan like, or whatever it's called. What do y'all call yourselves?
3: I
1: I call them fucking Flatlanders. I'm from Wisconsin. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just happen to live here. But yeah, I'll be happy to read it. <laughs> Okay, so the article starts out, Criminals run the city now. Footage shows crowds stomping, shattering windshields of state police vehicle in Chicago. An Illinois state trooper got a big surprise when he happened across a slideshow. Oh, I'm sorry, sideshow. I've been reading that wrong all day. (laughs) An event promoted on social media where people block off certain streets so drag racers can drive recklessly in the area. When the trooper pulled up to the area, a crowd of people began jumping on the hood of his vehicle and kicking at his windshield, causing it to shatter. Perhaps the worst part is, this is not the only time something like this has happened in the Chicagoland area. I can tell you that's true. I've actually been in areas when they're doing this crap, and yes, it's, this happens and it's dumb. I've never been there when a cop was getting stomped on. but Well,
4: that's but what I, they I, call I, it, shy wreck.
1: Wreck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing Uber for a little while, and I wound up there at like 3 o'clock in the friggin' morning, and assholes blocking off roads, and I'm trying to get somebody and drop them off, and I got some jackass in the back of the car yelling at me like I got anything to do with it.
2: And y'all not allowed to just carry a gun in your vehicle,
1: huh? You? Well, if, if, you, if you got a concealed carry permit, you can. I mean, so you got to have a
2: concealed carry permit to carry a gun in your vehicle? Is this vegan? Um as,
1: as I understand it, yes. That's just sad. Okay.
4: It's Chicago.
1: Say, saying I had a handgun in the car would make me a criminal, and I'm not going to admit to that in public. <laughs> okay, I don't want you to do it. Don't, don't Don't incriminate <laughs> yourself on my podcast, please. No, no, no. I, I, I kid, I kid. All jokes, people. All jokes. But, uh, yeah, so the go- article goes on to say the Illinois State Trooper appeared to be on a routine patrol on Division Street when he happened across a crowd of people on July 3rd before 2 a.m. That's when he noticed the roadway had been blocked off by numerous people. Trooper's dash cam caught several people jumping onto the hood of his patrol vehicle and kicking in his windshield, causing it to shatter. Trooper called for assistance, and the Chicago PD sent officers from two nearby police districts to assist. One of the supervisors, according to CWB Chicago, reported that the crowd had grown to roughly 300 people who were in attendance. One oh, of the Chicago police ran over. heard on the videos saying, give these bad guys a blank a- avenue to get out of here. That's all we can do. Thankfully, the trooper involved did not suffer any serious injuries during the sideshow event. Surprisingly, there were no arrests reported after this event. Surprising to anybody that's not actually used to the Chicago issues. No point in arresting them if they're not going to process them or prosecute them. In the early morning hours of July 4th, Chicago police officers were on patrol in the Loop area as another crowd took over Upper Wacker Drive and Columbus Drive for another <laughs> sideshow event. Did Did you Wacker say upper Wacker Drive?
3: <laughs>
1: yes. There's also Lower Wacker Drive. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I don't. Uh, let's see. Officers were attempting to free the intersection. A video shows that someone threw a firework that exploded on the hood of a patrol car. Chicago Police Department reported the attacks on them escalated as they began getting fireworks thrown at them by members of the crowd. Chicago Police Department reported that they did take three Calumet City residents into custody and charged them with felony counts of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer.
4: See what, they, what they're about to do in these big fucking cities? Is they're just going to outlaw the fucking fireworks? Completely.
2: That, well, guns are outlawed, too. How's that working out?
4: Well, but you can control the fireworks sales.
1: in Chicago. They You're are not outlawed. To have anything that goes bang, it's all supposed to be like sparklers and smoke and snakes and wow, all that fun crap. Well, You're not supposed to be able to buy any of the fun stuff in Illinois.
2: When I when I show you the video, uh, they're lucky. Uh, it, they're lucky in Chicago because in a lot of places, I can guarantee you, uh, shots would have been fired. Was that the end of that Wait. story? Or you got some more.
1: Uh, there, there. It goes on a little bit more, naming the naming the three guys arrested. If
2: you if you'd yeah. like me to proceed, uh, we don't need their names. They're not important. Well, uh, down here,
4: I mean they they actually teach you to get out of the area by any means if you're in the middle of a like a riot situation like that. So fuck Camille. yeah, somebody's getting ran over.
2: Well, wa- yeah, watch cr- wa- watch this video, and you're gonna say, I'm surprised. Like I said, I am completely shocked that shots were not fired. Uh, during this thing I'm gonna it's really long we're not gonna watch the entire thing I even cropped it and it's still like five minutes long but we're not gonna watch the whole thing but uh they'll start with sound you can see I guess this is the trooper I don't know why they're staying way back here somebody's blocking the road here the sound will pick up you'll hear it this one is dash cam oh these are people just saying like fuck this I'm leaving fast forward just a little bit so he starts pulling up. It's like, what's going on over here? And watch this shit. Chicago now, these people are bum-rushing him. I'm counting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, Like 13 or 14 right there. Uh, could your life feel threatened if 14 people are rushing at you?
4: Yeah, you bet your ass.
2: I, I think it could be. Mob. All right. now He's up on the hood.
3: He just jumped on my car. Oh, shut. They just broke my window. They just broke my window. Division. Division, right out of division. the division. I'm left on What? Probably
1: Probably 150 of them
2: coming at me right now. I'm sorry. To me, if if I would have heard if, that if over this, the radio. If this man would have pulled out his gun and started shooting motherfuckers. I think he'd have be, been. Well, they would have convicted him, unfortunately, in Chicago. But right, in a we lot just of places happen
4: in Louisiana, right? Uh, off-duty. Uh, uh,
2: if that would happen around here and that many people are attacking I guarantee you that many people are attacking me around here uh, I guarantee I'm going to say shots been fired uh, in one, one way or another if they get me it's, it's, they're going to get me with an empty weapon you got 150 people coming at you no exactly Tony Tony's like make, yeah or just start running them over I mean
4: oh, I mean the minute the guy got on top of the cruiser I would have slapped it in reverse and hit the gas pedal I mean, he w- he would have been coming
2: off the car. This is a civilian. What, what you think? Uh, anyway. As
1: a civilian, I think them damn kids are very bold because they know the city's not going to do anything to them. And yeah, but
4: that's not the city, right? That, they said this is a state police. Yeah, but officer? he was
1: in the city, though. Yeah, he's he's in. That's I I know where that is, and that's yeah. He's like
2: right there, in the heart of the city, basically. So, so basically, the problem is, is it sounds like in that area that these people know that they're going to be able to get away with it. And if the cops do anything, the cops are going to end up in jail and not them. But it, so it, it emboldens them to do it.
4: I, I told you, well, I don't think you understand. And, uh, as a state officer, he don't have to deal with the Chicago bullshit rules. Because he doesn't answer to Chicago. He answers to Illinois. No, but that
2: DA in Chicago sure filed charges against him if he had started doing stuff. And exactly, you couldn't tell if that was fireworks or gunshots. Right. The parents their parents were probably out there with them, Sarah, because these people were not raised right whatsoever, unfortunately. But anyway, I think if these, they're lucky they're in Chicago. If they, they come to the wrong city doing that shit, wrong state they're not they might go back to where they came from but it's but it'll be a box. it's not going to be upright they're going to be vertical because that man could have <laughs> i'm watching that and i was like you could i mean how can you deny I, I wasn't fearing for my life whatever i mean that many people yeah, what coming did he at say, you? 140 people yeah i mean he was just with the 14 in the beginning coming at you you're one person you got 14 people coming at you no he, You're saying that happens up
4: there on the regular? Well, not
1: all the time, but summertime, yeah. Not super. It used to be a rare occurrence. If it's happening enough where it happened three times over the course of a weekend, they're, they're getting bold. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's crazy. It used to be just, you know, there was just a small, I, I blame the Fast and the Furious. There's a bunch of guys that got shitty little imports that they think they're tuners and they're out there trying to show off and be stupid for each other and. Uh, like I said a few years back, it wasn't nearly as common. I was—I only ran into it once. But
4: if they ever put a Republican <laughs> in the charge of Chicago, if they did, that's not going to happen.
2: Heads would roll. It's not going to happen. They got Beetlejuice. I mean, come on.
4: And they keep voting her in. She attacks people when when they ask why this shit happens. She goes, "It didn't happen."
2: Yeah, well, she, the, the denial is strong in that one. She did uh she does tell everybody she's got a big dick, so <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she probably does. a <laughs> couple of them in a drawer. <laughs> Which one you want me to strap on? Come quat. Come quat. Oh, all right. Well, the next one is uh yours holster. Got
4: it. Youngest police chief ever. But okay. What does that matter? 21-year-old to lead Ohio Department. The small village has been without a chief since 2020 and hasn't had officers to patrol the community for four years. So <laughs> He's the only police officer. Uh, so, yeah, that makes him the chief. <laughs> New Athens, Ohio, uh, Sabin Ward, 21, is now perhaps the youngest police chief ever in the state of Ohio, and maybe even the country. Uh, news reported, Ward, who was sworn in Friday to lead the new Athens police force, was eager to begin his first shift after the ceremony. Being the age that I am puts a big responsibility on me, and I think I'm ready for that responsibility. I hope you are, kid. They'll make an example
2: out of you if you're not.
4: New Athens has been without a chief since 2020 and hasn't had officers. Yeah, I just read that.
2: I repeat it. Are you stuttering?
4: No, they, they put it above and below the damn picture.
2: You, you're um, supposed to say the town r- has repeat line residents. again.
4: I <laughs> uh, proofread
2: um, How many? How
4: 302 residents. I mean, residents.
2: Um, it's not even a town, it's like a, a village. What the fuck? For four years,
4: Ward's role, according to the news, is a part-time position. Ward has long dreamed of a law enforcement career. Aside from his newly appointed chief role, he's also an officer with the Bel Air Police Department, where he's been employed for the past 18 months, just a few months after graduating. So he's, I mean, he's a new cop. He's a rookie. Yeah, well, now he's the chief. And he's a uh, guy who cleans the toilets, so. Yeah. Uh, just a few months after graduating high school, my dad was a police officer. My mom was a dispatcher, Ward told the news. Uh, police work was always inspiring to me. I've always wanted to be a cop since I was a little boy. Ward's first shift, he said, was a hectic one, mainly filed, or filled with organization and updating equipment. Hopefully, by next week, I'll be on the road patrolling and showing the police presence, Ward told the news. I want the community to know the police department is someone that you can come to when they need help. I really hope they have a sheriff's office.
2: Well, this poor kid, he's 21 years old. He's still wet behind the ear, especially he ain't even been a cop for two years yet. And. I hope to God, I mean, if he's got to control budgets and all that other stuff, I mean, I understand it's a part-time job, but uh, if y'all remember uh, episodes I had uh, quite a way, not that far back with uh, Chief uh, ex-Chief Cheney on here that kind of, they got him all hemmed up in a bind, and he almost ended up in jail. Thank God he won it in court got acquitted. But uh, I hope this uh I hope they're not setting him up for failure, is all I can say.
4: Yeah, I mean, did nobody else want to be there? I mean, don't get me wrong, he could have he could be the best qualified for the job, but usually that position is appointed by the mayor.
2: Well, I mean, he's but he's probably the only employee. It's a part time chief position, so I'm sure they don't have any he's probably the only he probably is the police department. I so, uh, i just
4: oh well, yeah 302 people well we had that
2: and we had seven okay. one part guy okay i don't know it just just seems like uh i might try to get in touch with him, see if he wants to come on it hasn't worked out with me getting in touch with people very well yet and then yeah because he's gonna be busy on. as shit no he's got a, he's got a full-time job at another police department And I guess this is like his part-time gig or whatever, but... uh, No,
4: I'm just talking about, yeah, like you said, the budget, vehicle maintenance, Mm -hmm. all the paperwork, court Mm -hmm. dates, all this shit.
2: Yeah, especially if they have a city court and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, That lore of saying, yes, I'm a police chief is probably what got him sucked in there. I'm not sure. Uh, I wish him luck, because I might try to get in touch with with him, see if he wants to be a guest, but like I said, good luck on that one. Pretty Let's cool. see, this next one, I think I'm going to read it. Yeah. I sure am. If I can find uh see him, There I am. This is about a, a a dollar, a dollar bill. Everybody likes dollars, right?
4: Is it that stupid folded up dollar bill?
2: Stupid folded up dollar bill, you are correct, Mr. Oh. There. Fucking social media. Yeah. Well, it's actually on the news out here. Here's a picture right here. This uh, lady right here said authorities are skeptical of a woman's claim of a fentanyl laced $1 bill. I'm picking it up. In Nashville, Tennessee, be careful up there, Freebird. Don't pick up no dollars. You better make sure you get them fresh ones before you go to that titty bar. She ain't no damn tweaker either. No. Uh, A Kentucky couple is speaking out after the wife claims she overdosed on fentanyl after picking up a dollar bill at a McDonald's, but authorities are skeptical. Renee Parsons, this young lady right up here, uh, said picking up a dollar bill Sunday out of her G string from working. No, I didn't say that. I put that there too. (laughs) Working afternoon at a McDonald's. I, she wasn't working there <laughs> an afternoon <laughs> at McDonald's in Nashville. Landed her in the hospital. She believes it was fentanyl-laced dollar bill. And she had a bad reaction. It's like your body was just shutting down, she said. She said uh, Renee Parsons and her husband, Justin uh, Parsons of Lexington, Kentucky, where he took his her last name, were on their way to work a conference in Dallas with two of their children when they stopped at a McDonald's. As I was walking inside, and there it was on the floor, a magical $1 bill. It was just hanging out. And I said, poor dollar, and I picked it up because it looked lonely, and I wanted to put it with my dollar. Not thinking anything of it, Renee said. Within 10 minutes of picking up this dollar, she said her body went numb. It was like that time people were sniffing cocaine off my butt in a strip club night they don't say that either she said she could barely talk or breathe before passing out she hadn't said anything for a while then she said justin justin oh justin i am so sorry and i love you so much tell the children i love them then she just quit talking justin said the family drove to saint thomas ascension hospital Paperwork there showed Renee had an accidental overdose. The couple believed the dollar she picked up was laced with fentanyl. Her husband said he even started to feel symptoms after his wife touched his arm. Well, it's easy to <laughs> prove. What I do know is how I felt. What happened? It can't be made up, she said. Uh, the news people talked to a doctor, Rebecca Donald, a fentanyl expert at Vanderbilt University Medical Center about this incident. I think it is really unlikely the substance this lady got in her system is fentanyl based on the symptoms she had, Donald said. Uh, Mrs. Duck is an assistant professor of anesthesiology and pain medicine at Vanderbilt. She said skin-to-skin contact is not a way people are exposed to drugs at levels that would cause them harm. It is much more likely... For her to have a reaction if she had inadvertently rubbed her nose, sniffed it, ate it, licked it, or exposed it, and exposed that drug to some type of blood vessels in her nose or licking her fingers or rubbing her eyes.
4: That's bullshit and you know it.
1: Maybe she got some French fries and didn't <laughs> wash her hands.
4: You no, know, dirty er how many times
2: you can you can have you get fentanyl poisons just from touching, yeah, picking it up. Just but pick it up to,
4: in the car, and bam, they're down.
2: But they probably have to have a lot of it on that one little dollar. That would take more of a volume of a drug or quantity of drugs. She said it is a certainly not impossible for that to happen, but one would think it would be a significant amount that you could see on the hands or the dollars to get into the air system. Donald said someone's medical history of medications, they are taking may have contributed to the symptoms. She said fentanyl contaminate, contaminating anything is a safety threat and could be life threatening. Police responded to the hospital on Sunday and a spokesperson for the, uh, told the officers they did not see any sort of residue on the dollar, but it was not tested for fentanyl since no one is being charged. Police are still going to destroy the dollar last month. They never said if they drug tested this woman, did they drug test her? Why why didn't they drug test her? That'll tell you if she had fentanyl in her system. She's not right. a tweaker. Look at her. Yeah, that ain't no damn tweaker. So I don't
4: know. Or not unless she's brand fucking new to it.
2: Yeah. Or or and I'm I'm just making assumptions here, people. Uh or she's one of them people that reads news stories and next thing you know, uh, that's what's happening to her.
3: Well, okay, I've, known, so- I've
2: known people like that. Uh, it, they came out with uh, donkey pox where, you know, you could catch the donkey pox and your asshole would explode and, you know, corn would shoot out your nose. And I know people that would swear to God two days later that they went to use the bathroom and sneezed and corn blew out of their nose. And they think they have, cor- they think they have donkey pox. They're just people, there's just some people that do shit like that. Or I guess just some people that like attention. I'm not saying that she didn't get it, but I'm not saying that she did either. So she could have definitely, you know, gotten it that way. So I don't know. I I just, come on now.
4: So this ain't what I thought you were going to talk about. So on the social media side of it, all over TikTok, Facebook, and stuff, they're, so they take a dollar bill and fold it into a little square. And apparently it has fentanyl in it. Like fold it up so when you grab it and pick it up apparently it actually gets you with fentanyl. I don't understand why people would be wasting fentanyl. Most drug users or drug sellers like to make a profit. Not give away random dollars with drugs in it. I, uh, but that's the thing. They say if you see a little square dollar on the floor, don't pick it up.
2: Pick it up. Have your kids pick it up instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just, just go pick it up <laughs> Mona says she wants to sue him I don't know how she'd sue McDonald's She the one picked it up they, had her, they could charge her with theft since she put that dollar in her purse and it wasn't hers and she had turned it into lost and found
3: <laughs>
2: it's like alright hey, hey Ron we have the next story of the 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 thief Thief. The
1: thief. Lady that got caught thiefing Alright. Thief allegedly threatens to sue man for releasing footage of her crime. A man who posts <laughs> surveillance clips showing people taking donated items from outside a thrift store in Cotalinga, California. Of course it's California. Says he has been threatened with a lawsuit for sharing the videos. Jared Smith, an employee of the Konalinga Community Foundation Thrift Shop told Newsweek that he received Facebook messages from one of the women he al- who allegedly stole donated items. But she's not the only thief caught on camera. Smith posts a clip on his TikTok account, at Larry Larkin O, but he said the problems arose after he began sharing the videos on a local community Facebook page. Uh, ads, ads. And then says, is it illegal to share a video of someone else? It's kind of scary when someone is threatening to sue you, Smith said, as he remembered his initial reactions to receiving a Facebook message. I spent some time reviewing the laws, but there's no audio from the video. According to security.org, it's generally legal to record video in public, though there are some specific laws in place in California. It's illegal for anyone. Yeah, why wouldn't there be? (laughs) It's illegal for anyone to make a video recording of communications that are considered confidential. I don't really think if you're stealing shit off the street, you can mm-hmm. consider that a confidential act.
4: Yeah, if, you, I, if not only that. If you're having a conversation standing in the middle of the street, that is not a confidential conversation. That's,
1: you have no right to confidentiality. That's correct. Thank you, SVU. Um, <laughs> says, Smith's videos do not have the original audio from the incidents. Rather, he uses a song in its place, so I'm surprised it didn't get copyrighted. One of the people who was in Smith's video sent him an explicit written message which he was obtained by Newsweek. I have saved these, showed them to a lawyer, and I don't think you have my permission to make TikTok videos of me. I'm going to do the most to you because ever since you started working there, that place has went extremely downhill, the message read in part. High quality grammar, obviously an educated uh, donation thief.
4: Sounds like a threat to me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me too, but it's California, so he's just going to have to let her do it because it's under $1,000. <laughs> it's like, how it's like, dare you? I dare you going to try to call me out for stealing that stuff. <laughs> S- Smith said two other people have also threatened to sue him. A woman confronted him outside the store, and a man sent him a message via Facebook. However, he unsent it before Smith was able to take a screenshot of the message. While the store installed security cameras about three years ago, Smith said people have taken donations from outside the store long before that. Despite the threats, Smith said his coworkers feel the same way he does. He and his staff members are willing to help those in need, but the people who have allegedly stolen donations from outside of the store are not welcome inside the establishment. I'm into giving people what they need if they need help, but they they leave a mess, Smith said. There have been other videos posted that show the alleged thief... (laughs) One clip showed a package thief getting caught after she tried to make off with a staged Amazon package filled with bricks. (laughs) (laughs) And a a group of more than two dozen people was seen in security footage pouring into a clothing store and taking items off the shelves. Another video showed a man who tried to steal a phone that a woman intended to sell. She tackled him and recovered the device. And then it goes off into California is just a
2: (laughs) shithole. Yeah, that's, just,
4: that's funny shit. I almost want to, like, fill a box with full concrete. Of, fill it,
2: dog shit.
4: No, well, that too. But no, fill the box with concrete, and when it settles and it's hardened, paint it to look like a damn Amazon box and put that bitch near the road.
2: <laughs> it's just yeah. how, how, how fucked up you got to be. You, you, you trying to steal other people's, like, garage sale shit. Donations, yeah,
4: it happens. Like, because we have one around the corner behind me in this plaza, and I'll go out to get in my car, and people just walking around like, well, the bums I've told you about, or the crackheads, they'll just grab like a baby stroller from there and just start walking off, or you know, you, you, they'll wear like the big funny hats and stuff that are donated. It's weird.
1: I mean, I suppose if you got something you think you can pawn. But- yeah.
2: It's just, so, it's just,
1: so that's shady. It's How are you going to rob from a donation from a thrift shop? That's, <laughs> I
2: mean, hey, you want to buy this, buy this huge shawl? <laughs> I mean, I don't think grandma died in this. I'm going uh-huh. to open up, I'm going to open up a rental business. I'm going to start renting barely worn underwear. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, there's some kind is of business. There is
4: a market for it.
2: <laughs> Somebody would be, I guarantee some perverts would, yep. would probably do it. The same ne-
4: dudes that buy jars with farts in it for fifty bucks.
2: hmm Uh huh. That's gross. <laughs> this next one is yours host but guess what? I gave you a video.
4: No, you didn't.
2: Yes, I did. You lying? Nope, I didn't. I gave you one, because I'm tired of hearing y'all crying all the time. Man, you get the videos all the time. I don't. Really you do.
4: It's like video. it goes all the way around to everybody. Then when it gets to you, you're like, I got a video.
2: Yeah, well, I, I do, because I'm the one that makes them. <laughs> I think this is it.
0: After spending nearly a yep. week in a nope. lockup on Rikers Island, Jose Alba yep. is waking up back home here in Manhattan th- this morning. This after. He is accused of killing a man, stabbing him to death while working behind the counter here of this bodega, but he says he did it in self-defense. 61-year-old bodega worker and murder suspect Jose Elva had nothing to say as he returned to his Manhattan apartment last night to his
2: family. He, you know, he's very distraught with, with everything that's happened. It's a man that worked 13 hours a day for to making his living. And they suddenly see him involved in this incident that he didn't provoke outrage
0: from the community grew after a job release but yesterday with pressure on mayor Eric Adams of-
2: well the guy the bad guy the what the story is I think most people have heard it but the story is is the uh' cause since you didn't read it <laughs> obviously the uh the store clerk was working there. Right. Some woman comes in and tries to buy some some wrap chips, okay. and I'm just I don't know if it's wrap chips or not, but she came in to buy some ch- chips. Well, I seen a young her, man approaching behind her the food. Her, her food stand car would decline when she gets pissed off and leaves. Comes back with her man, her baby daddy. She comes back with him, and he comes up behind the counter. Towards the the bodega worker, look, and he's an elderly man, and he's an older guy. Comes up behind the counter, what old man feels threatened? Well, he puts a knife in him a couple times. Well, the the mama baby whatever the 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 woman, she ended up she stabbed him, but they didn't charge her.
0: Alba's defense team believes the video speaks for itself, as they say, Alba stabbed the 37 year old. man.
2: So obviously. He's got his hands on his old man. He's 70-something years old. Right. And in Florida, it's aggravated.
0: His death. Yesterday, Mayor Eric Adams visited the store and believes the charges are unjust. My heart goes out for that hard broken, honest New Yorker that was doing his job in his place of business where a person came
2: in and went
0: behind the counter and attacked him. Criminal defense attorney Arthur Idala doesn't represent Alba, but says prosecutors must prove this was more than self-defense.
1: There's no doubt that
0: he caused the death of another person. The doubt and the reasonable doubt comes in was, was he justified? Was he allowed to do that under the circumstances? There are so many nuances with this criminal case, and we are told that negotiations continue behind the scenes with prosecutors and the defense team where charges could ultimately be reduced or even dropped altogether. He's due back in court later on this month, but in the meantime, Jose Alba is back home with that ankle monitor and has been forced to surrender his passport. We should also mention he does not have a prior criminal history.
4: In any other state, he would walk. He should have never been charged. Well, maybe not. Here, well, yeah, that's correct. Maybe not any other state. But here's what I have a fucking problem with. is the double standard. That man was standing in there working his ass off all day long like he probably does seven days a week. And this dude came up in there. Over a now, bag of had, chips. Had it been reversed, and that gangster dude would have shivved the guy behind the counter... He would be out next week.
2: Oh, he have been out already. Right. He would not have had a bond. They just let him out. Thing is, they, well, he should. Okay, he should have papers. Was that? I think the
1: guy that the the dead guy. I think he was actually on 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 parole at the yeah, time. Yeah, he, he oh, would
2: not even put it back. He, he he had a record. Well, but the woman, the girlfriend or whatever, she stabbed the old man. They didn't charge her ass. Why? Why don't she have charges? that's just all kind of messed up shit. You're going to charge the man for defending himself over and a much, job, over a much younger person. Such a much younger person that was the aggressor. And you're going to have him charge him with freaking felonies and shit and for killing a dirt bag. Probably did society a freaking favor. And, oh, the, absolutely. and the woman that stabbed, she stabbed him and she don't get no charges? No, no, no. I die. Shit,
4: let me ask you a question. Somebody walks up behind you, grabs you by the back of your throat, and starts to push you to the ground. They look, some shit's gonna happen. Especially if I'm behind the register, I believe I'm being robbed. Yep. I would, if I in that situation. I don't carry knives, but I would. I'd blast his ass. He'd be dead as he is now. Mm-hmm. All right. Especially
2: if you're old. Shit, man. I guarantee you won't do it again, though. Nope. Good riddance. <laughs> Got anything on that one there? Um, no, nah, I I completely agree. If it was, if I'd have been in that
1: spot, and I'm I'm not nearly that. I mean, I'm getting up there, but I ain't that old, and I would have done. The
4: dude's that. almost the age of fucking Joe Biden.
1: Yeah, then and, and, and he only. I mean, the, it must have been a pretty pretty good placement because he only stabbed him a couple times. That's what uh, I was wondering. I'm like, he, he stabbed said,
4: him like ninety something times or something.
1: Uh, he hit not, like two, it, three like conceivably times. he could have said he thought he didn't. You know. He could, have, could say, I didn't realize I nicked an artery or whatever.
4: Yeah, I didn't intend to kill him. I just wanted him to stop fucking attacking me.
2: Exactly. Over all this, over a fucking bag of potato chips.
4: Something small, yeah.
2: A bag of potato chips. A man that lost his life, another man that is wrongfully charged over over freaking potato chips. This world has gone completely. I don't
4: understand why they would just like, s-
2: steal the fucking potato chips. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's that New York. I mean, it's New York. It should have—it'd have been fine.
4: Right by the time the cops get there, they'll never fucking find him.
2: Well, the cops ain't even gonna show up for no stolen potato chips. Uh, prob- he was probably upset that
1: he, they disrespected his baby mama or some shit.
4: Well, he didn't. I guarantee. He just said the fucking car's empty. Man, maybe. Well, I don't know. i <laughs> I've, I've met some of the Middle Eastern guys in the gas stations. They can get a little lippy.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Oh, you get out of my store! Right. Although I think. Uh, I think this guy was. I think he's Dominican, actually.
4: That explains why he stabbed.
1: Well, I. Uh, yeah, I saw something about it, right after it happened. Where, I guess the reason they seized his passport is because he was, he had already had plans made to go on vacation, mm-hmm. before this happened. Like he was going to be leaving in a few days. Yeah. So they were like, you know, surrender your passport and blah blah blah. I hope he can get his ticket refunded. Those ain't cheap.
2: Oh, he well, could, I mean. could sue the baby mama. <laughs> yeah, like she's got so much, her food stamp card's even <laughs> empty. Uh and other dudes, they have uh I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some uh dead Mexicans soon. Yeah. Yeah, uh because why do I say that? Well, because I'm being racist. No, I'm not being racist. It's because uh Federal agents in California just seized a record-breaking 5,000 pounds of meth crossing over from Mexico. I I didn't have time to put that picture up.
4: Put it this way. Each bale is the size of like a fucking black lab.
2: Yes. Four men were charged with it. Uh, 5,000 pounds in Southern California. Uh said the federal agents observed a 20-foot box truck crossing to the United States from Mexico through San Diego area port of entry around 5 p.m. Agents then saw several men unloading dozens of cardboard boxes from the truck and transferring in them to a t- into a Dodge van. Dumbasses. The men were then apprehended by agents who discovered approximately 148 bundles of methamphetamines that weighed a total of more than five thousand pounds i i can try to put it up uh let's see you they have a dog in the picture In uh
4: that's why i was able to say that
2: yeah and uh the, it.
4: that's massive
2: that's a lot of meth i know, it's got that ring on it anyway you can go it's look it up some,
4: some dead methicans
2: oh yeah well what you think when uh some cartel finds out. I mean, how much do you think five thousand pounds of meth is worth? I mean, it's I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's got to be a shit ton. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much. I, I'm it's not. A you great know. Thing to Google. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's actually been googled. Uh, somebody actually. You don't say. Uh, I'm looking at the story. Oh, it's uh. Okay.
4: Holy shit! It breaks it down into what state?
2: Just just puts a general up. <laughs> uh.
4: Street value of half a pound of meth. A uh, half. Uh. <laughs> What's a good investment? <laughs> oh.
2: About about one point two million. They said in the, the last few seizures they've had between uh, Mexico and California in the last few months, they have taken almost $18 million worth of meth.
4: So it's about 1600 a pound. I
2: think it'd be more than that, you'd think, anyway. Maybe not. I don't know.
4: $8 million worth of meth, if that's
2: correct. That's a lot of meth. That's a lot of cartel money. Did you know, somebody in trouble? Somebody
4: yeah. in trouble on that one. You know damn well, them dudes are talking too. They're like, fuck, we're going to prison for life. All right, let me tell you something.
1: I don't know. That's a lot of cartel in the prison too. It's not yeah. like they're going to be safe in there.
4: No, no, that's what I'm saying. They talk. You I mean, know, here's my connection, everything like that. If I give it to you,
2: let me go free.
4: Shit. Of course, I wouldn't want to be on the run. Being chased down by the cartel either.
2: No. Yeah. We'll give Aaron the next one on the, that on precious. On precious. That's
1: precious as a stepbrother. Maybe
2: <laughs> it's related.
1: <laughs> Dispatcher who didn't send ambulance charged in a 2020 death. A Pennsylvania nine one one operator faces a rare charge of involuntary manslaughter for failing to send an ambulance to the rural home of a woman who died of internal bleeding a day later, despite a plea from the woman's daughter that without medical help, she's going to die. Green County detective last week filed charges against Leon Lee Price, 50, of Waynesburg in the July 2020 death of Deanna Kronk, 54, based on Price's reluctance to dispatch help without getting more assurances that Kronk would actually go to the hospital. I believe she would be alive today if they would have sent an ambulance, said Kronk's daughter, Kelly Tichnell, 38. Price, who was also charged with reckless endangerment, official oppression, and obstruction, questioned Tichnell repeatedly during the four-minute call about whether Kronk would agree to be taken for treatment. Price was arraigned June 29th and released on bail. He did not reply to the message left at his home number listed in his name. And officials have said a defense lawyer has not contacted district court. It has to be very clear throughout the entire state that when you call, it's not going to be conditioned on somebody on the other end of the phone saying there's not going to be a service provided. Oh, there's going to be a service provided or not. Lawrence E. Bolinid Jr., who represents Tinchnell in a federal lawsuit, filed last month. What we're trying to do here is make this never happen to somebody else. In the 911 recording, an operator is identified by police as Price replied to Tichnell's description of her mother as needing hospital treatment by asking if she was willing to go to the hospital about a half hour away from where she was living in Sycamore. She will be because I'm on my way there. So she's going or she's going to die. Tinchnell told prices. She drove from her home in Mather price said he would send an ambulance, but then added that we really need to make sure she's willing to go. She's going to go. She's going to go. Tinchnell said, because if not, she's going to die. There's nothing else. She said that Kronk was not thinking clearly and that she was her mother's closest relation. When Price again asked if Kronk would go, in fact, Tensionel replied, okay, well, can we just try? After Tensionel told Price she was about 10 minutes from her mother's home, Price asked if Tensionel would call 911 back once she made sure Kronk was willing to go in an ambulance. What the fuck? Yeah, that's... I'm sorry, Tensionel said, and Price replied, no, don't be sorry, ma'am, just call me when you get there, Okay. When Tinchnell told and her three children arrived at the house, she said Kronk was nude on the front porch and talking incoherently. She got her mother to put on a robe. She just kept saying she was okay. She's fine, Tinchinel said. She's the mom, you know. She doesn't listen to her children. Tensionelle said she could not call from the home because her mother's landline could not be located and there was no cell service. She also did not call on her way home, believing that her uncle would soon check in on her and that another contact with 911 would be pointless. This is unheard of to me. I mean, they'll send an ambulance for anything, and here I am telling this guy that my mom's going to die. It's like her death, and she doesn't get an ambulance. Her brother found the next day that their mother had died. Prosecutor, Green County District Attorney Dave Russo, said he is also investigating whether there was any policy or training under which the county's 911 dispatchers were allowed to refuse service to callers.
4: They're going to settle
1: We all deserve equal protections, and we all deserve access to medical services, Russo said in an interview. I have major concerns as to the safety of the community in regards to this. John Kelly, a Naperville, Illinois lawyer who is general counsel to the National Emergency Number Association, said criminal charges against dispatchers for failing to send help are very rare but have happened. In a case Kelly teaches in dispatcher training, a 911 operator in Detroit received a year of probation in 2008 and lost her job after Authorities said she did not take seriously a boy's calls to report his mother had collapsed. The five-year-old boy testified that the dispatcher accused him of playing games and hung up on him, while the dispatcher testified that she could not hear the child.
4: Tint- what on-, the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Tint- Chanel, on behalf of her mother's estate, sued Price and Greene County in Pittsburgh Federal Court last month, along with two 911 supervisors. The lawsuit accuses Price of callous refusal of public emergency medical services. And Marie Millie jones a lawyer for the county and 911 supervisors in the federal case, said her clients plan to vigorously defend the lawsuit and do not believe they are liable for Kronk's death. She said there are personal matters that are ongoing regarding Price, but declined to elaborate. It's unfortunate this woman had died, certainly from a personal standpoint that's very difficult. I'm not going to comment on the details of her circumstances. Tensionel told Price that her mother had been drinking heavily for some weeks before she died, and the tensionella noticed she was losing weight and was turning yellow. She said in the autopsy, concluded Kronk, who worked in home health care, died of internal bleeding. She said she thinks about her late mother every day, how the former longtime sub shop manager loved to cook, help people, and despoil her five grandchildren, how she would pile a mountain of presents under the tree every Christmas. She had the biggest heart, and if someone didn't have a place to live, she was going to take them in, give them a bed. That was mom.
2: And that's the end of the article. That is, uh, I don't believe it's a now and once dispatcher responsibility or duty to say if somebody needs something or not. If somebody calls and wants an ambulance, you send them a fucking ambulance. Let right. the let the paramedics, the trained people, when they get there on the scene, determine if they need to be transported or not. That's like me. That's like me being out on a call and me calling for backup, and the dispatcher's like, "Yeah, I, I just don't think you need backup for this call." <laughs> now nah, you got this.
4: Uh, yeah, Lord. Lord well, we've Lord. all had that love hate relationship. Yeah, but I'm just
2: saying. But this, I don't understand. You know, we had precious. We've had other dispatcher stories. We've done.
4: It was like me calling the one down in Pinellas County, and I asked to speak with you know a, a desk supervisor, and the fucking dispatcher goes, "No, I can answer it."
2: Yeah, I mean, just like what? I, I don't understand nowadays. Like I said, you call if I asked. I mean, hell, I've, I've heard. Ambulances get dispatched to pick people up because they got a fucking. They called and wanted to go to the hospital because they got a toothache. Yep. You know All what?
4: People around here do it.
2: You know what? They send an ambulance out there and they pick them up, and brought them to the damn hospital. It's not the dispatcher's, you know, responsibility to determine what is needed on that call. I mean, they didn't get paid. They got they got some great dispatchers out there. Like I said, it's a hard, tough ass job. But some of them like think, you know that. Well, I've seen dispatchers think that they can tell the cops on what they should do on the call
3: <laughs>
2: your, your job is to get all the information, take the call, let me know where it's at, give me the information, and to check on me if I don't call in or if I call in for information that that that's your job not not to tell me how to do handle the call once I'm out there if you were to do that, come out and work the street but Somebody does need to get paid. This woman could be alive today if this dispatcher would have done their job correctly.
4: Shit, I think I, I think he should be in jail.
2: Oh, no. He's definitely negligent for not sending nobody right. out there.
4: Dude, that's why I said dude, the agency's just going to settle. They're going to cut, have a big-ass check.
2: Yep. Mm. Yeah. Unless yeah. it involved ceiling tiles. Well, Tony, it was not ceiling tiles. That was actual, <laughs> it was sheetrock. okay? And the roof fell on my head. And I didn't call for backup, but the captain did stand there and laugh at me when the ceiling <laughs> fell on my head. If y'all want to know what's going on, is this was a couple years back. There was a... We had some real hard, hard freezes out here, which Louisiana's not used to. And I got an a alarm call at a house. And when I got to the house, I was like, well, you know, I'm not a detective or nothing. And for an old, old dumbass fat country boy, sometimes I figure stuff out all by myself. While I'm walking around the house, I check it while I'm got by the back door. And they had water coming out of the wall in the ceiling by the carport. Now, in law enforcement now, we call that a clue. No, I am not no construction person, but I'm pretty sure that the gutters don't come down there. Well then I peeked in the back door window and uh I noticed it looked like Niagara Falls inside. Well what had happened was is when the we got the thaw, when it thawed out, uh the pipes burst inside the, the roof. And this was a two story house. So these pipes went in between uh the oh, upstairs fuck. and downstairs. Yeah. So I checked the door. It was unlocked. This was happened to be a rental house, and whoever lived there, it was being rented. It was a big house. too. I'm talking about this, like a five-, six-bedroom house. It's a ginormous house. So I go in. I clear the house. You know, it's clear. Uh, the captain shows up. We're walking through the kitchen, and part of the ceiling decided to break loose and <laughs> fall right when I'm walking underneath it and fall on my head. And explode and of course I got wet sheet rock and insulation on me now and the, the, the captain thought that was extremely hilarious and said he wished he would have had his cell phone out on record when this happened so yeah, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious I did have, I, I actually had the roof fall in on me so thank god I have a hard head
4: how the hell did I never hear that story
2: well it, midweek news and y'all still got a story like bonus episode. Next one is, uh, I guess we'll just run through it. And uh, it's not real long. This is a Louisiana story, but I'm going to let Holster have it. If we can pronounce the names.
4: You Louisiana has troubled teens unwelcome in Alabama after causing riot at facility this week. Well, what the fuck? He was in jail. Dothan. Uh, at least 14 troubled teens from Louisiana were kicked out of the Alabama jail. Holy shit! <laughs> Aimed at rehabilitating kids following a riot they caused this week. How bad do you got to be to get thrown the fuck out of prison? <laughs> oh, wow. District Attorney Tony Clayton and the West Baton Rouge Parish uh, Sheriff's Office said they <laughs> were notified Thursday to come pick up their juveniles over the past couple of years Local jurisdictions have been sending troubled teens to Alabama because there are no facilities in Louisiana to take them. Essentially, they told us, our kids are too bad to be housed there. The Major Zach Simmers with the West Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office, too bad for jail, and our hands are tied behind our backs. We don't know what to do. Oh God, one of the teens was arrested is a 14-year-old uh, accused of murder. Uh, he murdered a teen in Plaquemine. Uh, the victim, Tremone McGinnis, was shot in the head in January. District Attorney Tony Clayton, the same name as that sheriff, said no, he had to have an emergency meeting with a judge Thursday to figure out what to do with the teens. Yeah, because, I mean, he just murdered somebody. You don't exactly want to just let him go. Clayton said the situation highlights the enormality of the situation between troubled teens and the lack of places to house them. A set of failures by the state allowed this to happen. Clayton said the amount of escapes and the lack of control at the uh, Office of Juvenile Justice Facilities in Louisiana shows something needs to be changed. I'm beginning to think... That OJJ stands for, oh, it's just a joke, <laughs> Clayton said. The way that they handle juveniles in this state, it's time for them to be held accountable for their job. Or, yeah, they be held accountable. But, yeah, I mean, exactly. He did, he got, he, they were so bad, they threw them out of jail.
2: <laughs> they, they got kicked out. They's like, nope, come get these little bastards. Fuck this. Nope, they're yeah, so bad. Tired
4: of this sleepover. You can have them back yeah.
2: now. And I think they were paying like what three hundred bucks a kid per day. So it's like they like we don't even yeah, business. We don't want the fucking money. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Get the hell out. Get them out.
4: Wonder how bad the riot was. It had to be pretty fucking bad.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. Our juveniles are so fucking bad that b- jails don't even want them no more.
4: Well, they're from Baton Rouge.
2: Back home, Rose, Louisiana, got some fucking badass kids.
4: Yeah, I thought they were bad in New York. Nope, There's Chicago where.
2: Gotta well, put the parents in jail with them.
4: Fuck, probably ain't got room for them.
2: <laughs> Are the kids in Chicago that bad? Aaron? Um, <laughs> we just watched them stomp
4: <laughs> in a windshield of a
1: cruiser. But uh, yeah, but they don't go to they don't go to juvenile. But they, but they don't go to jail out there. They
2: just don't go. Can't think of good talking to. I, you boys do that again. Don't do that. Here, it has some vegan ice cream. It'll make you feel better.
1: <laughs> make you look just like the mayor.
2: God, that's bad enough right there. Oh, this next one's going to... It's a little short one. Uh, I'm going to read this one because it got to do with a motorcycle cop. A uh, U.S. Park police helicopter lands on a D.C. freeway. Why? To rescue a motorcycle officer after an accident. United States Park Police Motorcycle Officer crashed on I-395 in Washington, D.C. early Wednesday evening, prompting a rescue on the freeway from a department-owned helicopter. USPP told Fox News the motorcycle officer was involved in a crash in the area of Main Avenue and I-395 around 6.30 p.m. Uh, the U S P P Eagle helicopter responded, transport the officer to receive treatment for what the agency described as non life threatening industry. Uh, so he got in a crash and they said, Nope, they sent their own helicopter out to do it. Why not? They said the motorcycle unit are required to ride year round. The unit works closely with the Secret Service in the Metropolitan Police Department or Metropolitan or whatever. Blah, 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 blah.
4: put it this way you know they got some power because dc is no fly zone
2: there's uh 20 assigned motorcycle officers two sergeants one lieutenant in the washington dc metro area so anyway guys are gonna be okay got the cool helicopter ride he's left the motorcycle on the side of the road left okay. the motorcycle out there is total <laughs> so no. just do that one out there uh Aaron, you, you wanna you wanna read this this next uh really uh Is fucked her getting up shot story. Fuck up her eye. This really I, <laughs> <laughs> this story's just messed up. Sure. It's, the, a stup- it's a double deputy. Yeah. Just come on. Sorry, my phone is being dumb. He's got a green phone, too. Okay.
1: Yeah, I got a green phone, too. <laughs> now, the p- problem is I'm trying to pull open the article and my kid ke- keeps texting me so it keeps popping back to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, deputy shot by her partner who was trying to save her from a pit bull attack. <laughs> In Powell, Tennessee, a Knox County Sheriff's deputy was inadvertently shot by her partner on Monday when he tried to shoot a pit bull that was attacking her. Knox County Sheriff's Office said that the incident occurred about 11 p.m. on the 4th of July when deputies responded to a call on the 8200 block of Brickyard Road in Powell. WBIR reported. Sheriff's Department said that when deputies arrived at the trailer home, of course it's a trailer home, a large <laughs> pit bull came from behind the residence and charged at rookie KCSO Deputy Lydia Driver. Dog attacked deputy driver and her partner, KCSO deputy Jordan Hurst, drew his weapon and tried to shoot the pit bull. I got it. <laughs> but Deputy Hurst's bullet struck Deputy driver's leg instead of the dog. My bad. Oops. <laughs> like, are hey, you motherfucker? You Char- shot the pit bulls are pretty squirrely. I mean,
2: I, I, if it was me, I would have maybe. Who, I'd have probably. That's like. This is, <laughs> My partner shot me, and then the uh, just shot him back. <laughs> say, motherfucker, you shot me. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like when you get OC'd, you just OC the motherfucker back. <laughs> they, they don't say what happened. I, I bet you that dog said, fuck, I'm leaving. The next one might get me. Yeah. yeah partner, he shot his own sacred. partner. He <laughs> definitely <laughs> shot me.
1: Deputy was transported to University of Tennessee Medical Center and taken into surgery. She's expected to survive her wounds and is recovering in the ICU. Hey. It must be bad enough they put her in ICU. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, maybe she, got, maybe she got mauled. I don't know. God, KCSO placed Deputy Hurst on paid administrative leave while the instant, instant incident is investigated, as is protocol for all officer involved shootings. The fuck
4: the oh yeah, he's just some dipshit taken dude.
1: into
2: custody by animal control. The dog got arrested. Dog, dog got busted. He's like, "Ooh, I'd rather go to jail." I'm gonna say, "Do you see how bad I shot that
4: mother?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to see the fucking body cam.
2: Oh yeah. god, yeah, that's that's bad. I mean, you shot your you shot your rookie
4: i would have definitely drew my gun on him and said drop the fucking gun dude (laughs) god we're gonna
2: shoot you like you shot me fuck (laughs) it's like a bad movie scene
4: you even talked about that one time when you had a dog that was coming up to attack you and you didn't want to fire because it might ricochet and hit
2: a child i did i took took two dog bites (laughs) because i refused to fire because I made sure was, Well this person I guess this cop Thought he was a way Better shot or something Than he was Or, or I mean I mean if, if the dog If you're that close Just walk up And just Shoot the dog In the head or something I mean fuck You just I mean You shot your partner <laughs> I mean,
4: I would be requesting a new fucking partner. Yeah, I'd be like,
2: look, when I when I recover from this, (laughs) can I have a different training officer? Uh,
4: Somebody that can shoot.
2: Yeah, this guy here, he just no, no. It's like this this guy or girl, whatever. It was a girl. that got shot. Uh, Whoever did the shooting will never live this down for the rest of their career. They'll be known as the person that shot their partner. But the dog the dog is okay. Unscaled. It'll be
4: it'll be that one guy that unseen when he unholsters everybody says Put everybody, it the fuck away. Yeah.
2: It's like no, you stay way back. <laughs> well, that's like when I talked that one time, I said when I was that there and that that I had that rookie that had a fucking panic attack on me. We had yeah. a op a, a, a cracked door and on an alarm and I looked down and I said, Look, I right, look you go in, I'm gonna be right behind you, we're gonna do this, this and this. And it's like everybody's like thinking just like no, I'm not I I didn't tell the rookie to go in first because I was scared. I was scared for shit like this. I wasn't having some rookie that didn't know what the fuck they were doing with a gun out with my, and I wasn't getting shot in the fucking back. So that's why I ended up going in by myself anyway because Apparently, the this rookie shit had, happens all the time. A rookie had the panic attack and was. I just sent him back to the car. So, but it's just, yeah. But this was the FTO that shot the rookie. Yep. It's,
1: and in a footnote, <laughs> they, they started to go fund me for her. So
2: <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, th- she got shot in the legs, so but we would say in the foot. <laughs>
1: what town was this? it like five minutes to come up with that joke, damn
4: it. <laughs> yeah, one of them stopped police it was in, brutality shit. This
2: is in Tennessee.
4: It, I, dude, if you Google. Officer shoots another officer instead of a dog. Thousands of stories pulls up.
2: Oh Lord. We could do a whole episode on that, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna read this whole story. We all know the I'm story the about camera. the about the 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 love affair turned tragedy when the jail woman broke out with the inmate and you know, they had the car chase and she died stuff. They I thought she shot herself. Well, they—I think they still do, but I think because the way their law reads, with everything in commission of felony and stuff like that, he oh, got yeah. cheeked. They just charged his ass with fucking murder. So
4: he was already in there for life.
2: Yeah, but he charged—he—he he has pled not guilty. That he said he—he uh, he loved his guard. And
4: I, oh, I, fuck. So he's gonna be alive in jail for the next
2: fucking eighty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And this next one, I guess we'll let Holster finish this out. O'Reilly. Auto oh, Parts. O, oh, O, oh, O, O'Reilly. Shoot up, bitch. Oh.
4: O'Reilly's Auto Parts employee shoots customer after trash talking.
2: It's like, bitch, I told you I needed that flathead,
4: not that Phillips. Damn, there's actually a video of it. Um. Anyway. Anyway. I'm trying to get to their fucking story and ads keep popping up.
2: Did you? Did you know that Tolstara never reads the stories before we get on air? Strongly suspected.
4: Dayton, Ohio, O'Reilly. There's the problem. Dayton, Ohio. Uh, O'Reilly, out of parts employee, seen in a viral video on the losing end of a fight with a customer, has now been arrested after she turned the tables and shot the woman assaulting her. Bye. Ain't that what you do? You fight, and when you start losing, you just pop them? The (laughs) auto parts store employee is seen in a shocking video firing off a weapon on a customer after the two engaged in fisticuffs. The employee later identified as 31-year-old Key LaRon Watson is facing charges, according to the police, after cops responded to the brawl at O'Reilly's auto parts store in West 3rd Street in Dayton. Do you, do you have a photo of her to put up? No. She doesn't look like the type of person that would ever do this. Well, she did it. Allegedly. 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 The video misidentifies the event saying that it
2: was a Dollar General.
4: <laughs> but it occurred at an out-of-part store um, at the TikTok video. Can't if be you,
2: messing that up. Dollar General in O'Reilly's.
4: I mean, yeah, they they use the same. Oh, right. O'Reilly's
2: is kind of like the target of auto parts because if not, you go to AutoZone, which is like the Walmart of oh yeah auto parts. If you bougie, you go to fucking O'Reilly's. Up. Yeah, I see.
4: I swear, every time I go to AutoZone, I'm like, I need this part. They give me the fucking wrong part. That's uh, what happens when you pay people minimum wages and expect them to get shit done. The two women can be seen in a heated argument that escalated into a fight. The customer, seemingly getting the upper hand in the situation, pummeled the employee, repeatedly hitting her. Uh, Once Watson gained her footing, she could be seen on the video going behind the counter, retrieving a weapon and firing it at the irate customer. And they fell to the floor. Alicia knows how to shoot. According to reports... That woman was taken to Miami Valley Hospital, treated and released, according to a... Oh, so it's just aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. She'll be out. Watson reportedly admitted to shooting the victim and explained that she tried to assist the woman (laughs) with finding a part to her car (laughs) when she became upset and started threatening her.
2: (laughs) I told her we were out of extreme tire shine.
4: Right. And she was like, fuck you, bitch. Go
2: find me some. I said that turtle wax just works as good as that canobah. Jesus, She said the woman beat <laughs> beat her about uh, the
4: head with her fist, according to court documents. Watson claimed the fire
2: and self-defense. No, if she killed her, it would been because she had, you, her, be went, she had you, to go for you, it. You went back behind the counter yep. and got the gun. Now, if, if she was beating your ass and you shot her while she was beating the ass? Especially yeah. if they were hitting her in the head. Yeah, but no, you were, your ass had been finished getting beat and you went to get the gun and it's like, uh-uh. This bitch is taking that turtle wax. Yow. Uh, pew, pew. Uh,
4: what the fuck? Watson
2: is facing two counts of aggravated assault. Two? And one... Who ain't people right? shot? Right. Some of these states got weird shit. They like... It's like you kill one person and they charge with like eight counts murder, of murder. manslaughter. It's like, it's like, like how, how many, I only killed one person one time. I didn't like go back and re him. I mean, how the fuck they do that? It was there?
4: like a dude with uh Floyd. Yeah, they it charged him with like assisted murder, mm-hmm. murder,
2: premeditated murder, thinking like, about murder. Yeah, the taste of murder. I mean, they charged him with everything. Yeah, I mean, how do you charge? I I don't understand how this works. Anyway, be careful, people. If you go to O'Reilly's and you want new windshield wipers, and they give you valve stems, you just take them valve stems and leave. Because if not, you may die.
4: Or just respectfully decline. The problem is, some people feel entitled. Like when you walk into a McDonald's and you just start yelling at the person behind the counter. Yeah,
2: I mean, I know somebody. You walk in, it's like, give me a McRib, bitch! And, and they throw shit at you until you get the fuck out.
4: Was I on the phone with you when I went over here to get McDonald's one day, and all the homeless people stepped aside and said, "It's a tax man. Let him go first. No, that was <laughs> fucking hilarious.
2: But but you you, you need to back off to the McDonald's, there, buddy. I'm worried about you. Yeah, you're gonna wind up looking like me if you ain't careful. But no.
4: When do- <laughs> You look is- like you look like you lost a little bit there, Aaron. I'm working on it. Yeah, when you were on here last time you were big and fluffy with your Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, no, I'm I'm
1: I gotta drop like a whole whole stera basically. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus. My doctor is not playing around anymore. He's like look, dude, you're gonna die and I was like, Oh,
3: oh thanks.
2: That's some encouragement. Yeah. I've been eating those uh, I don't remember the name of the place. Uh, I give a shout-out. Bam, if she's listening, she knows. It's a green something. But anyway, it's pre-prepared meals, but they're freshly made. And I go every Sunday and get breakfast, and now I'm getting lunch. And uh, like today, you pop them in the microwave for like a minute. But it's like this morning, I had uh, the uh, breakfast sampler. It had uh, scrambled eggs, sausage, and one pancake with sugar-free syrup. And for lunch, I had the clean steak meal. It was green beans and potatoes and steak and uh it's actually good it's only like it's only like five seventy five a meal so I mean I'm eating for eleven dollars a day, hell, I was going by lunch, and it was costing me twelve thirteen dollars just for lunch. so I'm actually saving money eating two meals. It's called uh Greenheart so yeah, so, I mean, but it's, if y'all have it, I mean, it's great. I mean, it's not, it's proportioned, so it's not like you get this big-ass meal, but it's proportioned, like each meal's like three, 400 calories or something like that. So, I mean, but it tastes good, too. So, y'all go check that out. Shout out to them. I'll eat two of them. Well, you're not supposed to eat two of them. You're supposed to eat one. That's like that's like getting a lean cuisine and eating four of them.
4: Itch. I get six McRibs at a time. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was on the phone with, with Mister Man over here one time, and he came home and he's just like, "Daddy, you got some
3: McRibs? He's
2: like, "They say he's like I only got six of them. Go get your own fucking McRibs. I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" You're gonna. I said six. He's like, "They're all he's mine." Not fucking lying. They, they say they're all mine. And I'm like, really "Jesus is. Christ! This motherfucker! Ain't, like his kids are dying. Like like got 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 Ethiopian flies flying around." Their head and he's over here, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah.
4: I do I eat two of them at a time and I put them in the fridge and I eat them throughout the day and then the next day I'll go get more
2: yeah he's a um, big rib whore
4: that's what he is
2: yeah
1: I'm, just like gonna, I'm gonna send you a case of those things and you can
2: just call it good <laughs>
4: you know how to what
2: oh you look at him you got he almost passed <laughs> out over I'm so excited just, yeah
4: <laughs> I'm fucking down man
1: <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see what I can do
4: so I'm, I'm sitting there with my, my children. I, I have to break into this there, Iceman. I'm sitting there with my children, and we start talking about you. And uh, Jersey goes, you know what the most memorable part of that trip was? I was like, I don't know. The, the prison we went to where you know, Lexi learned how to make a shiv. Uh, she goes, no, no. The trailer park, the dirty just magically said, we're going to the fucking trailer park. Turn left.
2: to child the trailer park, was trailer hood.
4: <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. But, like, we drove around, and he was like, "Yeah, we'll work the murder at that one. That one burned down with a body inside. <laughs> like, he was showing me, you know, his area. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, and there were so many fucking dogs. <laughs> straight dogs. Everywhere. So, yeah, that's, that's what my kids remember.
2: Well, except for your daughter when she went back to school and asked her what she did for... Thanksgiving holiday, and went to a y'all, had a, penitentiary y'all had and y'all, made y'all, knives. Y'all, y'all had a, uh, y'all had to have a parent-teacher conference. Or something. Yeah, because she was like, "I I learned how to make shanks." <laughs> I went to. <laughs> she said, "My uncle took me to prison, and taught me how to make shanks."
4: <laughs> and like, we had to explain they were, you know, law enforcement and shit. So we went up there. We went to Angola. You know, he's like, "No, it wasn't like." Her uncle was in jail, so, like, sitting there in the window, fucking making a shake.
2: Look, baby, that's how you do this. It's like, uh, it's like yeah. Oh, yeah, the other yeah. kids are like, yeah. like we went to granny's house and she gave us some candy corn. She's like, ah, shake you. <laughs>
4: she still does it. She takes her lollipops and stuff, like her hard ring pops, and, like, licks them until they turn into a spike. And she goes, I got a shiv. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's well, a fucking wild one I swear. Everybody
2: that's still here, y'all start voting. I know we went long. Y'all start voting on some hot nuts uh you well, know, we sure got I the forgot to pay attention. We got the O'Reilly's uh, shooter. We got the deputy that shot no, the
1: deputy that that shot, shot his, his, his own body. partner. Shot his partner.
2: We got the dispatcher uh We got the fentanyl lady who may may not be telling the truth. You know, we got the Chicago people. So, I'll put it... Yeah, a,
4: then she freezes the shanks in the freezer so they're harder.
2: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
4: i ain't making this shit up.
2: Little little fun projects we have with the children. like <laughs> the Adams family. Stop shooting at your brother. <laughs> I'm voting for the, uh, for the deputy that shot oh, his yeah. own partner. T- they are
4: gonna make him go back through requal. <laughs>
2: uh, Bam says the ice cream shop. Got a shot, partner. What do you say, Aaron? I say shot the partner.
3: I mean, that
4: takes. A- oh, he's never gonna live it down.
1: Uh, never. They're, they're gonna be putting dog treats
2: in his locker. you and-
4: <laughs> are gonna ask you getting promoted to canine unit. Target
2: <laughs> targets, or something like that. Well, we got that many people voting, so we're gonna go ahead and give it to the the deputy that uh, shot their own partner. I mean, it's just you can't do any uh, worse. We're just gonna clown around a little bit. Hot nuts! Look, cops, do not shoot your partner. You're a stupid dumbass. Sure, that's what she was hollering to. I, so, I want to see the fucking thing. motherfucker! You shot me! Yeah,
4: like did she just like go out or did she just straighten up the shit?
2: Well,
3: the
4: still ate If he was Yo, dumb motherfucker!
2: If he was carrying hydro shot rounds, you know you know we carry hollow points for, you right. know, that don't penetrate all the way. So you know. It probably, not unless it's one of the departments that carry nine mils, but still, we still carrying hollow points. I know the bullets yeah. that I carry, I don't want to get shot with, because it's well, not.
4: That's the thing, if it hit him in the fucking, like, kneecap, or, or her in the kneecap, because he's aiming down. So, I'm not thinking that, like, he shot her in the chest. So No, he shot her
2: in the leg, they said.
4: I right. right. So, so that at hollow point would just take that entire bone and just.
2: <laughs> well, they did say she was in ICU, recovering could have nicked the artery or
4: something yeah i mean like our president said a nine millimeter to rip her bone out and a, throw a it nine, a
2: nine millimeter if you get shot in nine millimeter it will slice you completely in half i'm talking about your body will fall in two pieces <laughs> and it's like and it happens so fast you won't even know you're shot you'd still be alive like a chicken your legs will be running around over there and you'll be like come over here body damn nine millimeter just sliced me in half yeah, yeah, that, that'll that happen. Uh, fact check that shit. <laughs> oh, God. Well, everybody, we appreciate y'all sticking around. Uh, Thanks for coming, Aaron. Well, thank. My pleasure, guys. Hey, Aaron over here from I Had to Say It. Go check him out. Like I said, it's one of my more favorite podcasts. I always listen to him. Uh, he's on all the podcast platforms. Yep. And, and we still got your cup. I still hadn't mailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is made. I, I promise you it's done. Uh, well, he ain't mailed uh, me my I damn bumper sticker it. either. And and everybody, I got bracelets. If y'all want to come to Louisiana and get you your uh, Motor Cop Chronicles Fuck Your Feelings bracelets, there you go. I don't know how much it costs to mail those yet. i have to find out. So, huh? Or like two stamps? It, it shouldn't be much. I mean, they don't weigh a lot. So we'll have to see how it goes.
4: You
2: just drop it in a regular envelope. I know, I know. All right, everybody. So, to uh, I did uh, do an interview today. We will, I will have a guest that I'll be releasing that episode out on uh, Sunday. It's going to be called "The Rookie." Y'all come check it out. It is a Kentucky uh, police officer who works in traffic, not a motor, but a traffic cop. We we had a good hour and a half of the conversation, so it was good, and we'll probably have him back. So remember. Anybody got anything else to say before I shut this this shit show down? No? Love
4: y'all. Have a great night.
2: All right. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. Always tell the truth. And remember to smile because the Iceman might be behind you. Thanks for watching. And remember to smile, because Iceman could always be behind you. We're out.